Hi. Welcome to Pause for XP. I'm Andrew. I'm Seth. I'm Tyler. And this is going to be a weekly podcast coming out every Wednesday. And where we're just going to kind of... Alright. Take two. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, I won't say shit. I won't say shit. Uh, every really Wednesday. Oh, okay. I was like, alright. True. Uh, I got some notes that we're going to talk about. Maybe if we get to that much. But figure... Kind of just bullshit around for the next 10 minutes, you know, give an introduction. It's going to be our first episode. True. Uh, This podcast is mainly going to be about movies, media, and video games, and like, you know, personal stories and our opinions. I will very much emphasize that. Our own opinions. (laughs) Nope, they are facts, and they are who we are as a person. And anything we say, and in 30 years, you clip it and put it, we should be canceled for it. Yeah, call us Joe Rogan's. I yep. can't wait. Nothing out of context doesn't exist. <laughs> Everything's in context, no matter what. Yep. All right. So, is there anything y'all particularly wanted to start with? Like, you know, I guess I guess we could talk about our interests, right? Like, we're all like gamers on some level, and movie yeah. consumers on another. <laughs> yeah, I definitely got the consumer part down for all of us. <laughs> Yeah, you do. You you will you will couch out, well, chair out for ten hours watching something. Anything but Attack on Titan. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. Um. We all watch a pretty decent amount of anime as well. Uh. I probably watch the least amount. I'd say out of the three of us. Um. um I mean, I have unless... a confession. I. Sorry, what? I haven't watched anime in a while, to be honest. I thought you were like, One Piece? Months. Yeah, I thought you were watching One no, Piece. No, I haven't. I've been slacking. Wow. I don't right, like, from you know, the waiting call. a He's whole no week. He's no longer part of this podcast group. <laughs> I don't like waiting a whole week for episodes. Facts. Wow, a whole Facts. week. I, I mean, honestly, I it gives yeah, me something should... to look forward to, though. Yeah, that's fair. But it's like, really, there's a lot going on right now. And uh, I'd rather just binge it, you know? Oh, I didn't know if you were like in the anime or in your life. That's what I was gonna say. Like in the in, world, or no? Sorry, yeah, in One Piece, like it's just really exciting, and uh, it's so like... exciting. I'm refusing oh, yeah, to watch. What? It. Interesting <laughs> perspective. It's so I don't good. I can't watch it. <laughs> Dude, that's but that is a hot that take. Sense to me. <laughs> a fair, a fair <laughs> question though is like, aren't you afraid of spoilers? I don't really like talk to anybody about it or like go on like reddit and like ca stuff so well, even like stuff i haven't when it's, like, really had to worry on about twitter it. right like, or youtube I don't, I don't use twitter okay. i don't Neither watch do I. anything <laughs> about it on youtube well the thing is is like i'll occasionally get something like recommended me recommended to me from like naruto or boruto well, boruto and uh it'll the thumbnail will be like a super big spoiler like tech on titan recently there's been a bunch of youtube channels posting like frames from the most recent episodes as their YouTube thumbnail. And it's just like, well, had I not seen the episode already, I'd be pretty upset at what that thumbnail shows me. Right. Yeah. I feel that. Like, a I guess huge, I just got huge, huge spoiler in this most recent episodes thumbnail that people have been using, like huge attack on Titan spoiler. Clickbait. Now I'm really scared. I have to watch one piece. Yeah. I can't have spoilers. We just bullied him back into watching <laughs> anime. <laughs> yeah. We'll do a weekly segment where we catch up on One Piece. All right. Let's Bruh. do this. All right. We're going to be like the longest running podcast ever. <laughs> it's got to be getting near the end, right? Like, there can't be I another. I think it was like 80% done last time oh. I, I read something about I, it, but I that was like last year. The manga done? 
No. no. Okay, yeah, we're doomed. We're doomed. Because, <laughs> no. like, the Naruto manga ended, and then it took, like, what, like, a year and a half or two years to finish Yeah, I think it was, like, two years, but they also took, like, a decent hiatus, right? Like, they just did, like, filler for a little bit. They did do a lot of filler. Yeah. I think it's, like, 60-40 on filler. Yeah. During the Infinite Tsukiyomi part, there's, like, so oh, much filler. <laughs> Some of them were kind of cool. This is coming from but... Tyler, who, like, watched all of part one with filler. Yeah. <laughs> like... You didn't He didn't know? Nobody told me. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Can, it's you really go weird that Nar- Sasuke ran away, and then, like, next thing now, you know, Naruto's next episode, they're like, oh. suit. <laughs> I was just, I was a little boy. Just I didn't know <laughs> At that point, like where we were in life and just how much we played RuneScape, like we just wanted something on. We didn't care if it was like canonical to anything or mattered yeah, or was fair. relevant. We just RuneScaped and watched YouTube videos. He still does that. <laughs> yeah. Anybody True. who plays RuneScape just wants anything in the background, really. True. I remember uh, Alkin, that, that guy, he watched like every episode of snl ever while playing what? His what the heck? yeah oh he'd just God. be doing little updates in his little videos and he'd be like yeah i just watched i don't know fucking john wayne's snl i was like okay he's, he's on that arc huh but, yeah interesting how long has snl been around uh probably like good 40 years right I've never actually watched a full I've SNL ne- thing. I've never Apparently, seen a single episode. It says October 11th, 1975, according to Google. Oh, So that's uh, almost 50 years. Tyler with the stats. Heck yeah. They used to upload like all Bruh. of their skits onto YouTube af- after it aired, and I used to watch them, but they don't really do that anymore. The Only Tonight Show's been around since 1954. Oh, Excuse crap. me? It's been through, what, yeah, like 10 hosts? That's a lot of nights. Yeah. Someone do the math. Up. <laughs> hey, Google. What's the date? September 27th, 1954. September 27th, 1954 to Feb. Okay. Hey, Google. How many days has there been since September 27th, 1954 till today? There are 24,606 days from September 27th, 1924. 24,000 days. 8th, that was my guess. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. I was in that ballpark. I knew it was more than three. Crazy. So it yeah. really be anywhere It's like Tim that. playing Wordle, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just dated this podcast immediately. Have you been playing Wordle, Tyler? I'm so bad at it. I've gotten... <laughs> Hold on. I can go to the website and look at my stats, right? I've only done it like three times. I don't have, and I haven't even signed I in, mean, so I probably do that. I haven't signed I in mean, either. Through the app, and... I didn't know you could. Wait, what do you need um, to sign in for? Well, then how do you get your stats? I mean, mine's um, connected to my top, play account, so if you like use the same browser every time. Oh, they're selling my data. No, oh, I've I've played five and I've won four. No, oh, so maybe nice. I'm not as bad as I think. I think I'm about to lose today's. So not gonna lie. On the app or on the. On the on the UK link, so that's like the the browser one. Oh. Yeah, that's what I do. I do. I start off with piano and quest, and then kind of figure it out after that. That's kind of big brain. I can never think of words. It's always a struggle. I figured out quest on my own, but piano I just stole from somebody else. I usually do like RuneScape words, like craft or pray. You know, just 
keep it stick to what I know. I think the key is to like, short. use as many okay, vowels as right. possible. Yeah, I try to eliminate the vowels first. And then uh go from there. I even tried Z, I'm getting desperate. Ooh, that is bold. It says there's no data for me. But anyway, uh, we probably should go into our first segment. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this the, the easiest one that we can talk about is uh. All right, good one. I like that one. <laughs> Your mom just like walked in the room. So I'm, like. Your mom. I was just saying. I was like. You can well, still talk. I was lowering the like ambience on my mic. I think that's oh. important. Yeah. You but, mean the uh, game? Thing on the back? Oh, yeah. My bad. Anyways, uh, first one is going to be a movie topic. And it was uh, the reason, the only reason why I picked this is because I know Seth and I've had plenty of conversations about it. And it's uh, movies that aren't as bad as people say they are. And I, I, I'm pretty sure I know well, Seth's I... go to for this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I can start with mine to let Tyler get some more yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man three, Tobey Maguire. People sh people talk mad ish on that movie, and it's kind of good. I'm not gonna lie, I liked it then. I watched it recently, and I liked it now more so than Spider-Man two, against popular opinion. He will die on that hill. I will die on that very small hill. All right. So is it better? So you think it's better than what people? think of it yeah what do you um, think of it in compared to the entire trilogy because like i remember watching one not too long ago and i felt it was like kind of a slog like i mean it's it's super quotable don't get me wrong it's very i'm sure it was scientist myself very memeable movie true so what was your question exactly Jeez, what do you think of spider-man 3 compared to one and two like you defend the movie like yeah do you also believe that it's the best of the three i will compare like what i think makes a good movie first because that's kind of like the criteria i go off of and it's always like i feel like the atmosphere like really matters when it comes to shots and stuff like that to like capture a mood and the first one bopped around from like day to night day to night day to night a lot and uh you know it's whatever but it can be a, a little disorienting to the viewer, I feel like, at least from my point of view. Yeah. Um, it's a very minor point, that one. But also, like, like the logistics of a movie, uh, if it makes, like, logical sense and, like, if the decisions being made by people are, like, logical. And that was probably my biggest problem with 3. I feel like there were just some rather poorly written but i mean you could always caveat it as like they're still like in the sh in the move in the universe they're supposed to be in like the early 20s right and people are really dumb uh in, t in communication to each other especially in relationships at that age and you know mary jane and toby you know i was gonna say not to spoil it for anybody but if you haven't seen this movie already then you're probably listening to the wrong yeah, podcast this is like a hundred percent spoiler podcast like yeah unless we preface it fucking Unless like we preface it like it's something very recent, like No Way Home, I'd still be a little. Uh, Dude, kind that of movie's been out for two months. 
that is the best movie man's ever seen. Okay, so it's a little Look, difficult. Stony has published full HD images from that movie, The Third Act. I don't want to hear it. Well, maybe some people can't see. Okay, and they can only hear. Well, so they're listening to the podcast. So, some of those people who can't see. Well, some people have it worse than us. You know, some people can't see at it all. It's all dark. Anyways, but uh. So yeah, um, there were some weird logical moments in it, but the other ones had that too. I felt like um, I wish I wish this would have happened sooner when I had seen them all in like one go. But uh, from just like the immediate things that come to mind, like they didn't. I feel like with the first one, it was just kind of too slow for me. And I know that's kind of how like origin stories go for like superhero movies. It's always kind of slow. So it kind of has that debuff, but uh, it's like really slow. And then the Green Goblin and Toby actually start really kind of fighting. And then it's over. Like, the movie's over. Like there wasn't enough like, because in Spider-Man 2, they did a great job at having Doc Ock and Peter Parker fight often, but like they're not be like a definitive winner. Like I think they fight on like three different occasions in that movie. Uh, they fight at the bank, they fight on the train, and then they fight uh, on the water. So, although, albeit, the the fighting on the water is kind of like a really short fight. It's not really great. Um, but yeah, they have a lot of diversity in that. So, that's why the second is ranked further up than the first one than me. Because, like, the first one, yes, memeable and stuff like that. But it's all just, like, not stuff other movies haven't done. Like, there's, like drama amongst like just normal humans just running around doing their day in the life type stuff in that movie but then the second one comes and it's like a little more spicy whereas like it's like a pretty big threat introduced fairly early um the part where two drops the ball for me is like i don't i mean i appreciate it more as an adult now but i really don't care about like the identity crisis that he goes through as spider-man like it's just like, how can we waste 30 minutes? <laughs> it's like him not being able to shoot his web and then him giving up on being Spider-Man. Like, yeah, it, you know, whatever. Because like they, they handled that transition better in the third one too, where there's evil Toby, right? And it's like really cringe, but it's not like as long, I feel like, as... Yeah, it's a montage. Uh, yeah, it's like a montage. And then he does that thing with Gwen and then he's like, well, shit, I need to get this suit off of me. Um... Whereas in the second one, it's just like him just having spiderweb erectile dysfunction for like the whole movie until he gets it figured out and, you know, moves on, whatever. But so what you're getting at is that like you feel like the first two had good things going for them, but the way that they were executed weren't necessarily the best in the way that you see them handled in three are better you know yeah it's like a more refined version so that's yeah that's a pretty good way of putting it it's like the first one took too long to get started and then ended too quick the second one started great uh was very quick to get to the point blah 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 but it had some random filler moments that kind of just fucked up the flow for me the third one was pretty solid all the way through uh i'm refined a lot of those things it just had some cringy moments like if it didn't have that evil toby thing I, i feel like people would feel a lot better about the movie but they just always focus on that part where he's like doing the little pelvic thrusts and stuff. And it's just like, well, you're kind of devaluing the rest of the epic movie. And also, I think they made Venom like too puny looking. I know that's kind of Eddie Brock in that, what is his name? Topher Grace or something? That's kind of his frame. He's like a little bit skinny and stuff, but like that's not the Venom most people think of. Yeah. 
I think I covered it quickly there. Hello. Hi. <laughs> What's up? Um, I honestly, I um, I I feel like I have a low, like threshold for movies. Like I enjoy a lot of movies. Like I don't. Like I'm you not mean very you have, like those standards? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, and I, honestly, I couldn't think of a movie, so I Googled. I was like, movies <laughs> that people don't like. And some of these movies, like, the, the Titanic is on this list. Like, I People don't like because it's so long. That's fair. There's, like, Forrest Gump. I thought that was a classic. Like, Ooh, I haven't seen it yeah. personally, yeah. but I don't know this, why that would be on this list. This might be a bias list. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I was looking at another list, too, and there were some that, like, just didn't make sense to me that I thought most people enjoyed. So, um, I don't know. I enjoy most movies, though. I mean, I'm in the same boat. Even if it's, like, a garbage movie, I can, like, see see and enjoy it that, like, for what really garbage trash can it is. <laughs> yeah? Saving Mr. Banks. What's your explanation for that one? Right. There's always the exception, you know? <laughs> he, he hated that movie through and through. The entire time? Dude, it's so boring, and it's so illogical. Anyways... Well, I kind of expected you to take up, like, another 15-minute time slot here, Tyler. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> like, you know what? Every movie's good. Doesn't matter. Um. Okay. What about what's like an actor you think is overrated? Then, like, who's an actor you see in a movie? And you're just like, oh, I'm sick of this guy, or I don't like this guy. Is it you? Do you have one of them? Hmm. Um. I don't know if I do, to be honest. I was just too simple I'm, to please. <laughs> I I'm very easy to please, you know. I I'm not like super into a lot of like movies or actors, you know. So I just kind of. Okay. What about genre? You got to give us like, something. Yeah. Or... Okay. 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 What about genre? What was the like, question? Like, what do you th- what, what do you is think is like an genre? overhype an overhyped genre? Hmm. This is a lot of pressure. You, bro, you had like 15 minutes. <laughs> I also sent you cliff notes <laughs> beforehand. I know. I just have like a really hard time remembering things that I've watched. I know it's like That's easier fair. to remember genres, but um, trying to think, it's um, it's very hard. Right Depending now. on Andrew's answer, I mean, we could probably make we could probably get a lot of time on him because he has pretty yeah. bad movie taste. Okay, so well, <laughs> let's see what Andrew has to say on it. Okay. Well, uh, what I was going to say is, like, is there... I was going to ask Tyler, like, the opposite question, where I was like, is there a movie that, like, everyone really thought that was good, and you just honestly didn't care for it? Okay. I might be able to do this. So, this is, like, <laughs> super recency bias. Okay. But, like, the other day, I watched Pulp Fiction, and, like, it was oh. a good movie, but I just... I didn't get the point, you know? Like, I, I had a good time, because I watched it with friends, but... Honestly, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I used to love that movie, like, Ruin Through. I used to watch it all the time. But recently, and by recently, I mean, like, the last, like, five years, I like about 70% of that movie. About, like, all, like, the Vincent Vega and Jewel stuff and, you know, 
their dynamic. Yeah, I enjoyed that like, part for them, sure. like, accidentally killing a dude and having to deal with, like, the wolf. But, like, as soon as Bruce Willis comes on screen, I'm like, this <laughs> is so suddenly weird. the most boring part of the movie. Like the, That the, movie's, like, uh, like in a rap song where they do, like, a beat switch, but it's still the same song, and it's, like, completely different, <laughs> like, lyrics, like, a whole different motive and everything. Like, that's kind of what Pulp Fiction feels like. Fair. Yeah, it's because it's, like, yeah, spliced up the way that it is. I think I know Andrew's answer. Uh, do you? Is it American Hustle? Oh, talking about movies that people loved and I hated. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna, I was just gonna go back to what uh, you had said, or what you had answered, which was movies that people you know didn't like, but didn't like, you like, but I liked. Yeah. Evil Dead. Evil Dead was a good movie. Well, not necessarily the first one though. The first one's kind of fucked at this point, but. But uh, no, originally my answer was going to be The Amazing Spider-Man 2, but I don't want to do a double Spider-Man, so like I can talk about this on a later. Uh, sure, and so I still got to watch it again. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched it like literally like a couple weeks ago, and it was fine. I enjoyed every bit of it. I also think it's better than the first Amazing Spider-Man, but yeah, I, agree. I also have a bias on it, so it doesn't really matter. Um, But... I kind of have a similar um, take on movies as Tyler, where it's like, I really learned, I learned early on that, like, if you go in with an open mind, you'll enjoy, like, 80% to 90% of movies that you see. There's obviously going to be some that, you know, don't hold true, true to that rule, but, you know, like, Suicide Squad and, you know, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 even like movies like joy and all this other stuff where it's like it can be kind of a low bar to some people but it's like if you go in just trying to have a good time it doesn't matter like yeah i mean the opposite can still happen because i went in to watching in kanto with like the most like i don't want to watch this shit feeling yeah and i enjoyed it a lot so you got upstage because Encanto is like a really good movie too (laughs) supposedly i've not seen it I, I didn't know anything about it going into it. I didn't even know it was popular. I didn't even know, like, because I, I remember seeing, I think I remember seeing a trailer for it when we had gone to see, like, Venom, I think, uh, in, like, the pre-showing or something. I feel like, I think I saw I it there. I must have missed it then, because I don't remember that shit at all. Yeah, I mean, neither of us have fantastic memory, so we're probably both just wrong. But um, yeah. it, it probably did play there, and I didn't even see it <laughs> or something. Maybe True. that was when I was getting the popcorn and you were in there. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, and then I had to move. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. it's <laughs> sorry. There's a pandemic. Yeah, for real. But uh, but no. Uh, my answer is gonna be um this movie uh called Abraham Lincoln Lincoln Vampire Slayer or Vampire <laughs> Hunter. Dude, this movie, I'm telling you, banger. Like, so you you go you go in right. It's like. Okay, let me get my words together because, you know, it's a podcast. I got to be professional. You get exactly what the title says. Nothing more, nothing less. And it's just, it, it's chef's kiss. You know, it's it's just through and through. Do it. Do amazing. the kiss. I did. I did Do it. it. I hear it. Oh, you didn't hear it? No. Here. But, uh, nice nope, still didn't hear it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it a third time. Really loud. We <laughs> no. Need to hear, no, our no. The audio, audio listeners need to hear this. <laughs> no, they don't. But, uh, <laughs> I've, I've seen this movie probably like five or six times. And it's just like, 
the action's done pretty well. It takes place in a civil, you know, during the Civil War era, and it, you know, it follows Abraham Lincoln from like a youngin to like his president saving the slaves. Yeah, and that's actually it's actually written pretty well into the story. One wooden stake at a time. Well, it's mainly so. Anyways, but like, I I would actually highly recommend that movie. Like, it's not gonna, you know, I don't think it like it's not gonna win any Oscars for you know storytelling or anything like that. But like, the performances are good. The action's good. Like, it was it was just a dope movie. And I remember looking online because it's based off a book. And, like, that movie did horrible. It, like, bombed so hard. And I was just like, damn, that sucks. I think it's just because it's such a silly concept. Like, it's such a weird... Because when people think of Abraham Lincoln, you know, the furthest thing they're ever going to think about is vampires. <laughs> Dude, I mean, fair. But and then, like, we have I look... weirder movies out that, like, have done super well. Listeners won't be able to see this picture, but just look at this. Like, what? What am I looking at? <laughs> what am I? What is that guy's face? He's like, <laughs> so. Bro, but, this uh, is who watched like every Twilight. Too. So, I only saw the first one. I thought you said you watched all of them. Mm, I may have seen the second one, but I've not seen all of them. Oh, okay. I, I retract my statement. I have not seen a single Twilight movie. I'm not opposed to watching all of them. I just haven't had the time or made the time. Or, or once a time. <laughs> I always want time. Doesn't seem to always get it. Yeah. But uh, I guess next one that we can hit is actually something that I feel like is pretty um, pretty topical considering how the last couple of years are, uh, have been for cinema and especially video games as well where like there's just like massive time sinks. Uh, so the question I'm going to pose to, you know, everybody is how long is too long you know one like one answer for one uh one answer for movies and one answer for games uh, so you mean like how long is too long for a movie runtime and how long is too long for a game story uh yeah exactly okay uh i'll let andrew go or tyler go first <laughs> oh i get to okay. go first <laughs> no nah. uh oh, i get to go never. first haha <laughs> never i think I think, uh, like, movies, it really depends on the movie because, uh, like, Endgame was, like, three hours or something. And that one went by so fast. Yeah. And, like, how we talked about earlier, Titanic is super long and people don't like it because of that. Exactly. So I think it really depends on the movie. But I think three hours is about, like, the cap for a good movie, you know? So, okay, so, like, on average, like, what would you say, though? Like, if, if every uh, movie If it's over two make... hours, I'm going to struggle. Like, okay. I, when I was watching Pulp Fiction, I, I was, like, checking the time. A couple times I was how like, like how, how much is, longer is do we have? Over two hours. There's a little. I think it's almost two and a half. Wow. Might be. I think it's, it was like wow. two twenty or Dude, something. Dude, it's all that Bruce Willis shit that they got going on in that movie. <laughs> I don't like that. It's two and a half hours. <laughs> I oh mean, my. It, it is cool when you see John, like when you see the stories kind of converge, like, like that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that, yeah, that part. Like okay, that. yeah, but the pawn shop scene and the boxing, I I don't care about any of that. And then like the five minutes of Christopher Walken just being like, I had this watch up my ass. You, I had to hold it there. For <laughs> I was, I was like, bro, like, <laughs> I I feel like Pulp Fiction was like the type of movie they were expecting to do a sequel on, but they couldn't. Like they knew they couldn't, so they just fit it, like fit as many story elements in from the second one and into the first one as they could. If that makes sense, so they just tried. Because like the second movie could have been like the storylines converging, you know. But yeah, there was uh, some spinoff stuff that he wanted to do that he just never got around to. So, uh, you, you like baseline, you're saying like two hours, like two yeah. hours max. I, I, yeah. I'll get behind that. 
And then for for story based video games, because I know like you and Seth put in, um, you know, time sinks into RuneScape and League and all this other shit. Yeah, so. yeah. When I I'm think... thinking of a game, I'm thinking more of like a story based game. RuneScape really isn't that. No, you're right. That's fair. it's where you sell your soul. You're right. <laughs> no, so it's I more like if... a it's like a side it's like a side productivity game. Like RuneScape is like a more active idle game to me. Yeah, for sure. I think for story, I think it caps around twenty hours. But I like to do side stuff, so I could easily double that, like playing the game. But I think story caps at about twenty for me, because okay. I can get like really into it. So twenty doesn't feel like a lot. It it's kind of hard for me to say because there's not too many games that like I actually committed to fitting finishing the story, um, and also my genre of single player games is like pretty similar. It's like open world kind of stuff. Like it's it's hardly ever like the linear games uh so i feel like yeah that, i feel that so that kind of probably plays a part into the answer but um for me personally i also sort of kind of like to do the side story stuff like in far cry like uh, liberating the bases and things like that were, was cool um so i kind of actually lean towards like a shorter main game so that way like if I, I can feel not as guilty doing the side quests because like if I do side quests and it's a long game, I'm like, well, I'm never going to finish the main story then, I guess, because I'll just get bored. So I kind of feel like, um, I don't know, like 10 hours for me personally, if it's going to have like a lot of side content, if it's like a linear game, like a Resident Evil or a Dead Space, like or even like a Halo, uh, like not infinite style of yeah. single player. Uh, it, I mean, you can go like 16 to 20 for me and I'll be fine. But if it's open, I feel like past 10, it's really pushing it for me because it has so much content. Like Skyrim altogether has like two over 200 hours or more of like content and side quests and main story and stuff. And that's like rough. But it has had like 18 different remake editions. So maybe that's the key. I don't know. Yeah, plus story. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. Um as far as as movies um if we're talking every movie gets you know standardized it's like two two hours that's two hours a happy medium i mean you and i went and seen venom uh two and it was a crisp 90 minutes and dude those 90 minutes flew by yeah but like i'm also the type of person that will sit down and watch like once upon a time in hollywood which is like a three and a half hour movie um and I think it really, like Tyler said, it, it kind of depends on the movie because, you know, if it's a if it's a slow burn of a movie, I'm not going to want to sit there and watch a three hour movie like I like yeah. that's, that's especially if that's it's a much. starter, if it's yeah. a starter for a trilogy or whatever. Like, I think Eternals is like a really long movie and it's like it's hard to start off that much because you're not that invested in the characters in yeah, the world. Even yet. Like Lord of the Rings and stuff, man. Like, I, I've yeah, not never seen it. That's a lot, and then for um video games, uh, I would say like twenty to thirty is the prime real estate because like I like I remember like last week or you know the week before, uh you know they were doing press for Dying Light two, which I think just came out this week. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, there's like it's gonna take you you know five hundred hours to a hundred percent the game. I'm like. Who wants to do that? Like, cause yeah, I remember, so like, playing Red Dead Two, 
and that's a game that that that's a game that has a whole bunch of si- side content but also the main story takes like a good 20 hours to do and i'm just like trying to get just trying to get through the main story and doing very particular side stuff that i want to do and i'm just like on that last like five hours of gameplay i'm just like i just want to get to the credits i mean to play devil's advocate real quick to this point I don't care that they claim like there's 500 hours of stuff to 100% it. I think that's fine. I think, but you, we need to have a short, much shorter amount to get the story done and out of the way. Like 500 hours is fine if there's like missions where you just go there's do like 3,000 collectible. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, to people who really like the 100% games, like they're just like achievement hunters, like that sucks. But for people who love the franchise, like I'm sure you would have played every one of those 500 hours in like Halo Infinite style game fair so if if you really really love the genre or the or the game specifically like you'll do all of it but for main story you need to keep it more normie favorite i feel like have it be shorter 100 percent. and uh I, I knew tyler would feel similar because if you check his in-game runescape time you know it's an ungodly <laughs> amount we don't need to talk about that. how many thousands of hours is it <laughs> um it's um how many hours how many thousands of hours are in a year hey google how many thousands of hours are in a year one year like... is approximately 8765.813 oh. hours 8000 i might be like 20000 he spent like 3 years in game yeah. <laughs> holy yeah. shit wow. <laughs> i mean Shell. i've been playing for like 17 years yeah, they're not all productive so, hours too, though. A lot of it was just true. like standing still, standing at the bit, like, screen, standing yeah. so glazed eyes looking at the screen, <laughs> like, what am I going to do now? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, next topic would be, uh, are sequels better? Than... Wait, I never got to answer the movie. Time. I thought you did. I don't think I did. I think I think Tyler was actually the only one. Maybe you did too. I think you I, I just it, but agreed. I, never did. I said two hours. Yeah, uh, I'll give my answer. Uh, I agree with what Tyler said. All right, we can move on. <laughs> Every movie should be forty minutes long. No, no, no. I I think like an hour and forty minutes is should be the baseline. Like yeah. any longer than that, unless it's like Endgame or No Way Home or yeah. just something Massive that is conclusions to franchises. You know exactly. Yeah, kind of um, it if it's going to be like an opener to the franchise, it shouldn't go longer than an hour and 40 because like, I really liked, like I like to compare this to like the first Venom and uh, I feel like it did a really good job at having just enough runtime where you're like, okay, yeah, I could watch a little more, but not be like, wow, this movie failed on so many fronts and I just couldn't make it through. Cause Venom did have a lot of ugh moments in the first movie that were completely ironed out in the second one. The second one I could watch it a few times. There is some cringe <laughs> acting in my yeah yeah you did i did twice i suppose but uh yeah there were some cringe acting that i could have done without and some characters and like stuff i could have seen done a little differently um like i the guy who plays carnage what's his name woody harrelson yeah he's like cool right but i just don't i, I can i can also see him as playing carnage too like the the what's the character's name cletus yeah, Cletus Cassidy. You're just the encyclopedia or wiki or whatever over here. But uh, <laughs> but like I could see Woody Harrelson as him, but I don't know why. Just in that movie, it just 
just didn't fit right. Maybe because we had watched so much Chucky recently, and doesn't he voice Chucky? No. Oh, well, they sound very similar. Yeah. Uh, so it was just really jarring in that regard. I think but... maybe that this is one of the cases where I actually don't think maybe he got enough screen time, which is kind of weird to say. Um, him as a character necessarily, because like in that movie, um, you know, you're you're reintroduced to him, and then he like almost immediately becomes this like godly being that like ends up being the villain of the movie so like the character itself i don't feel like is super fleshed out he, i feel like he's super one note like i'm gonna go save my girlfriend and then we're gonna go screw over this guy who put me on death row you know i did really like that animation they did when they were explaining his backstory that that was really oh, cool yeah, stylized that, that was really yeah really solid and really it was a great amount of context it was like just enough context because it was just like yeah people talk about like how i killed my mom and my my aunt or my maid or whatever and all this other stuff but they don't talk about how my mom would beat me and my maid would like not feed me and stuff like that so it's just like well yeah what you did was wrong 100 percent, but like you know, you were a kid and I could see how, you know, with just a sprinkle of mental illness, you could do some bad stuff. So The flavor story of every villain, just a dash of mental illness. Yeah, because this isn't going to get clipped out of context in 20 years. <laughs> just, a, just a little sprinkle, you know, a little salt bay. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah off the elbow in the s- ghost. Since we're talking about sequels, um, I, I never got... And mental illness. Yeah, right. This this, this is gonna be the name of our podcast. You know what? Scrap everything. Pause for mental illness. <laughs> Pause for mental illness. Uh, I never got to see the first Venom. Um, oh, I, which is fine. I mean, I've I've you know I've gone over this a couple times. Do you feel generally now are sequels better than the original product? Um, because I feel like this is a super relevant question because you've had a lot of uh. This is going to sound really stupid, but I swear this is a term that they used. Uh, in Scream, uh, they used the term requel, which is a remake sequel to a franchise where like it kind of like ignores a lot of the franchise's like previous installments, and it's just kind of a direct sequel to the first one. You know, Halloween, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Terminator's done it. Uh, so I kind of feel like with all these franchises trying you know either trying to be brought back to life or successfully you know uh you know box office hits or whatever i feel mm-hmm. like this is actually a really timely question uh let's see um yeah i'm i'm as soon as i hear that question i'm more thinking of like older sequels instead of like the newer age requels that you're talking about i'm thinking of like you know sequels to movies that came out yeah movies that came (laughs) out they made a second one yeah (laughs) they didn't learn after the first mistake yeah i mean uh i'll let you say your piece i'll say something i i I think i have something that will add to what you're gonna say yeah i think you're going Uh, at least i feel like these days i kind of feel like they have the formula for like a decent movie down kind of so i feel like sequels aren't as um bad cash grabby yeah because like i think i think after especially after like the whole marvel universe people are kind of thinking like the long term 
a little bit. So when they're thinking of making a first movie, they're already thinking of like the second and third installments and how they can intertwine with like another franchise IP that they have. So it's like, I feel like it's a little bit better for that reason. Cause I feel like before, like it was more of just like one-off entrepreneurial, like if it makes money, it does. That's great. We can, if it is a certain threshold, we'll, we'll think about making another one, but if not, we're already thinking about another movie and in the process of writing that. So they're not really committed to the universe and, and such like that. Um, yeah. But like with Marvel's model, like they release like their movies for like next decade on a, a calendar list thing. So like they're already thinking on the big scale of how everything's going to intertwine. doesn't mean they're not going to flop some things or, or how like uh, I think the multiverse of madness has been rewritten a bunch. Right. Yeah. Um. It, they dropped a director and then also with it being delayed, Spider-Man had to be rewritten a little bit. But uh, yeah, uh, back in the day, um, I'll use two of the most popular ones that I know that come to mind is like Friday the 13th and then like Jaws, right? Like Friday the 13th as like a uh, franchise, like if you really get down into like the history of it and talk to like, you know, the directors that were part of it and all this other stuff, like the company that produced it literally would give them a budget knowing that if they stuck to this specific budget, right? they will always make a profit. So these movies would literally, like, turn and burn movies is what they didn't be. Like, there'd be, like, you know, there's, like, eight movies in, like, a 15-year span. Like, that's a bunch of movies. And they they vary in quality and whatnot. And same thing with Jaws. Like, after that first one, like, it blew up. Um, uh, Which Jaws did a whole bunch of things for cinema that I'm not going to get into. But uh, I think what I was going to go with is, like, I definitely feel like... N- nowadays there's also a lot more passion in like the universes that they create like i'll use like a john wick for example because i know you've seen him recently and they're one of my favorite movies is that like the same guy has stuck with all of the john wick movies you know it's keanu reeves and the the david something i believe don't cancel me if i don't know it but uh like he's very adamant about like trying to outdo himself and do like the best quality work that he can do versus back then it was like kind of like how i feel like video games got for a little bit where it was like we're literally gonna try to make the the i don't want to say shittiest quality product but like the cheapest product that we can make while knowing that we're still gonna make money and put money in our pockets at the end of the day Right. So I feel like that dynamic has changed, uh, you know, quite a bit since you know the fifties or whatever. Yeah, and uh, probably the in- entertainment industry as a whole just has a lot more money and oh yeah, uh, funds. Um, I mean, and it, it's more feasible for people to like fit movies into their lifestyles these days, probably too, because like, um not not the most informed but i knew like i know like a lot more manual labor jobs were obviously more apparent back in the the mid 1900s and such so i i guess maybe people were just more tired to go but now it's things are a lot different like it's a lot less like horrible labor due to like laws and such movies and tv shows are literally the most accessible thing known to man like next yeah probably (laughs) like everyone's got tvs in their house now streaming tablets whatever yeah i mean i agree with that i mean what do you think your uh 
what is your opinion on it, Tyler? I mean, as what was the who, question? Oh a lot my... of what you guys were talking about was a little out of my scope of practice. So uh, <laughs> I might. Do you feel like sequels are better than the originals, or you know, like the originals are just like can't be beaten? Because I mean, there's always rule like yeah. exceptions to the rules, but I feel like the dynamics changed, you know, in recent years. You know, I think when you put it that way, in the past, I would have said the original is better. But Seth brought up a good point earlier, how they kind of think about longevity and they want to, you know, expand the story and whatnot. So I think a lot of the times it definitely gets better. Yeah. But like if they're trying to reboot stuff or like redo, then uh, a lot of the times it feels kind of cash grabby and not. Yeah. Uh, will... not, not, not good, I guess. I don't know. I'll... I want to add a point as there's more reboots in the future i do feel like it's going to get kind of this might be a problem not many people have thought about yet but as there becomes more and more reboots of spider-man like you're continually splitting your fan base and there's always going to be be people who are like oh i think this one's better and it's also going to be harder for like an origin story to ever happen again i mean obviously you probably shouldn't have them anymore or at least for a long time um but like if they do decide to have like a different origin story for like Spider-Man, they're going to be doing less cool stuff in that movie. And people are always going to be comparing it to like no way home and things like that. So like the ceiling eventually might get so high that like reboots are going to be even worse received than they are now. Yeah. If that makes I, sense. Yeah. I feel that. I get what you're saying. Um, I feel like that's going to be something that's not going to ha- happen anytime soon. Um, I know one of the main reasons why reboots and remakes happen um well there's like two main reasons right it's well there's a couple failed franchises you know a movie doesn't do as good as they thought it was going to you know they lose the rights or uh like they lose the rights and it goes to somebody else or uh what they do is if they're gonna lose the rights they make another movie that way that they don't and like that like when tyler said like it's super cash grabby it's because it is like they're just trying to renew, you know, their copyright or whatever. Um, that makes sense. In remakes and reboots, you know, going off of what you said, Seth, is like, I. It's already hard to appease the fans of the originals when you're going to do a remake, right? Because, yeah. like, there's such this fine line that you have to walk. It's like, you can't do anything too weird or extreme or in your own. Or you get chastised for, it. and I, I know I, I brought this up the other day, um, at work, um, and then the other side is like if you stick to the, the script and you you make a true one for one remake, everyone's like, oh, you didn't do anything different. I've already seen this movie. Why why would I see your movie when I could go watch the original? So it's just like, you're you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, and there's just like there's no winning, ever. It feels like, uh, I remember like the the Friday not the Friday Thirteenth movie. Um, the Nightmare on Elm Street movie that came out in like 2010 or whatever. It didn't have Robert Anglin in it. Da 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 da. It was basically like the same one for one movie, it but it was just longer, in like you know, new CGI or whatever. And people like hate that movie. So like, and that was a movie that came out in like in the 80s. So like, it was like 30 years. Like, and the last original entry was like what Freddy versus Jason. That was like 2002. So we're talking like an eight-year gap between like one installment. I can't imagine what it's gonna be like, you know, twenty years from now when they got like Joe Schmo playing Spider-Man and they're like, or who, you know, whatever. 
on the topic of Spider-Man, I feel like the next big thing for Spider-Man has to be Miles Morales, right? I mean, they're already like, doing that. Um, with into this, uh, into the Spider-Verse, uh, was is, is that what the first one was called? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this one's across the Spider-Verse, part one, part two. Um, there he's like they said that every universe is gonna have their own art style, and um, people are theorizing that he's gonna end up in the mcu at some point like that's how they're going to introduce it like this already established character this one that you already know and then he'll end up live action at some point i guess because like he'll he's probably going to be the one to take a tom holland spot uh like yeah that's ha- that I, has to be I, where I they feel go like tom holland's already renewed his his deal and i definitely feel like they're exploring options for the other two re- returning spider-man after s- seeing how much money this movie has fucking made it's literally yeah. like the third ranked movie ever like it'd be out avatar and stuff so like at least domestically i don't know if that's internationally true so yeah that's that's exciting yeah it's fucking crazy bro i mean i can't uh, say anything i've seen i literally saw that movie like three or four times <laughs> yeah and, that's and how many hours it's like an eight <laughs> hours of one experience because it's like two and a half hour three hour movie right that's the kind of movie I feel like you could watch once a year or twice a year, like just as like you have to. Like Spider Man like, Christmas movie edition. Yeah, I'm just it's trying like, to get into the season, you know. Yeah, you have to. Like, it's like a bucket list every year. Like, I mean, I agree. I mean, there, I I have some issues with that movie, but like that last third act of that movie just makes up for everything. So, yeah, that's fair. Okay, so before we get too too much uh yeah we are approaching an hour soon yeah we're at like 50 minutes so i'm gonna go ahead and bring up i'm actually gonna move one of these over to next week's but uh, we're gonna talk about the big thing that's happened um in the last like month i guess would be the acquisition of activision from microsoft and what that means for gamers and you know everything and then sony getting all butthurt and then buying Bungie, which I say that, but I'm sure this deal was like long in the process uh, before, you know, they acquired Activision, uh, which kind of threw me for a loop when I saw that Sony had bought Bungie because I knew that Bungie and Activision were partner for Destiny, but I forgot at some point that Bungie went independent. And so like I had to like actually do research, which I didn't like, but yeah, apparently that happened. So that's why like, Microsoft didn't reacquire Bungie at any point. I mean, I have a much bigger input on one of them than I do the other. One of them I kind of just don't really care about, and that's Bungie. Okay. Bungie's cool and all because of Destiny, right? And I think Destiny is kind of in its own lane in a lot of ways. Like it's like a World of Warcraft, but with guns and first person. Like that's cool. It's Skyrim other games, with guns. I know it's like <laughs> other two, games kind of like that. Game. Yeah, like Warframe and like kind of like Anthem and things like that. Obviously, they're third person, yeah. but well, they're kind of like. Let's tackle Activision because I'm sure we all have some sort of opinion on that because it's a much larger scope deal. And then uh, I can put. I start with the. Do you have a lot to say about Bungie? Uh. Yeah, I guess we can start with Bungie. There's just a, like one or two things that I wanted to bring up. All right. All right. So, Sony bought Bungie like last week. For like what? What did I say? It was like three point six billion dollars or whatever, right? 
Yeah, probably something like that. So that's a lot of money. Like, I mean, True. it's not like Disney buying Fox or anything, but it that's a lot of money. And the more that I read into it, um, they kind of have the same approach of what um, Microsoft was doing with Activision. It seems just like currently, you know, everything's going to be multi-platform, whatever. They're going to make their, their millions off of that. But they wanted they want to do something different with Bungie. And this is kind of why I wanted to talk about it because it's really weird to me. I know Sony, you know, is a is a movie making company as well. But like one of the, they said Destiny that, the movie. Literally. <laughs> literally, bro. Like they said that one of their biggest selling points of trying to buy Bungie was they wanted to turn their IPs into movies. And it just got me thinking about how bad this uncharted movie looks is that a sony thing that is a yeah, sony is. product and is a playstation exclusive yeah and i'm just like yeah, that's an l I, they just bought I, they bought the biggest names and just it's like in league where uh org owners will buy like what they think are like the best players but like they just don't gel well in on a team and they just you know yeah for like a better term just shit the bed and don't don't do well just because you know you know the, the some of your parts is like really high doesn't mean like you can really doesn't do mean much the product is going to be you know the best exactly which it got me thinking right like i wonder how much is riding on this uncharted movie now because this this uncharted movie's been in the works for like 10 years like Jeez. it's been yeah like it's been rewritten yeah. multiple times many actors have come and gone there's been fan castings a whole bunch of other stuff um because, like, the original Uncharted, uh, like, people advocated a whole bunch for, like, Nathan Fillion to be uh, cast as Drake. Um, because, for one, the people who made Uncharted based the model off of him, and he really wanted to do it. Yeah, Sounds like a perfect fit. Yeah, and we have Tom Holland instead. <laughs> but they wanted to do a family-friendly movie and all this other stuff. So, uh, my original point is that how much money's gone into like rewriting this you know multiple different script multiple different directors all this other stuff marketing all this like probably millions upon millions of dollars right what like what happens if and when this movie flops like do they just cut all like plans What's because, the release I mean, date? what happened with uh warcraft like oh, yeah, so yeah. much was riding on that uh Learning how to spell. When's the release date for the Uncharted movie? It, it comes out next week. Yikes! I mean, it, that'll be exciting. It, it comes out next Friday, but here, let me look up February releases. I mean, there's there's a chance that it does well, but everything that I've seen from the movie, I just yeah, trailer looks really bad. Not it looks lie. rough, man. There's one cool looking scene, and that's like the plane scene in the sky. That one's cool, I guess, but like everything else, just looks really, really weird. Yeah. What is Uncharted even about? Like the game. Like uh, the think about Indiana Jones and Tomb Raider. If okay, the the guy was a little more greedy and a little bit more charismatic. All right. And that's Uncharted. It, I mean, it's a fun set of games. Like, I've played all four, but. Yeah, I don't know. The story has just never been that intriguing for me. Yeah. Okay, so it, honestly, 
the biggest yeah okay so i'm looking at movie releases coming out 20 2022 february the biggest competition is jackass but that movie is like reviewing really well and honestly i want to go i would rather go see jackass forever <laughs> versus uncharted <laughs> i'm yeah, be honest I'm watching the trailer right now and it really doesn't some... seem like it doesn't seem anything special yeah it just it just doesn't look like uncharted to me it looks like it looks like a disney movie and that's not yeah a necessarily really a good thing but yeah that's kind of what i have to say on the bungee thing and then also once again they spent okay so they spent 3.6 billion dollars or whatever right there's not going to be any staff changes or anything at all and they came out and said that they spent one third of that money giving it to staffs that way they didn't leave like that's that's crazy like sounds like really excessive i mean i i guess bungie's that much of a hitter like like that's one hell of a bonus bro playing devil's advocate on the uncharted thing like it may seemingly like visually do well money wise because like people are like oh it's tom holland that spider-man movie is lit you know and it but like so you can't really go off of like the box office you probably have to go more off of like uh like fan critic reviews and stuff like that like yeah i mean, probably i feel like it'll have a low <laughs> review rate but i could be wrong uh dude i mean it could be like the next resident evil franchise right like there's just a bunch of bad movies but they keep making money somehow true but yeah, that's all I kind of have to say on that. Uh, I will say and note on the bungee thing is I did the math, and by I I mean Google. Uh, so one billion I lowballed it. They have nine hundred employees. Yeah. One billion divided by nine hundred is a million, like roughly one point one million dollars an employee. Pause. That is crazy. Like Matt, like that that is like that's retirement money right there you know yeah like that's like an unfathomable amount bro i just can't even like think like why would they need to pay them that much you know like this seems like a lot to me yeah but, i mean um... they have a bunch of ips that they don't do anything with uh as far as i know but it's whatever but we can move on to the Activision thing. Uh, okay. Um. So, for those of you who don't know, the Activision thing is I th- Microsoft bought Activision for I think seventy bill, which also is an unfathomable amount of money. And I think that rivals the Disney Fox deal. Which is also... How do they even, like... Like, how does that transaction go down, do you think? Like, because they don't have... They surely don't have $70 billion in a bank account. Oh, no. Uh, they, they probably, like, assets in, right? Like, just, like, liquid money? Maybe, yeah. Okay. So, in... When was this? Oh, wow. 2019. Disney bought Fox for $71.3 billion. Jeez. Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion. 
Like, holy shit. Which... Yeah. I, I didn't think Activision was as of a powerhouse as Fox was, but sure. I mean, Activi- Activision does have Call of Duty, which is, like, always the single, like, single-handedly, like, the best-selling video game every year, right? Like, yeah, hands down. a money printer right there. Call of Duty? Yeah, even yeah. if it's, like, Vanguard, it's still the the best-selling game of the year. Well, that's because that's because it's the most talked about game. It has a huge, huge fan base. They are very critical. Um, I don't know if I'll say it's like the best selling though, but well, I mean, as far like, I'm, I feel it like probably every has like year. the best like opening weekend, probably or whatever you call it, like opening month maybe. I, but okay, so you can go ahead and say your piece. I was just kind of, um, uh, I, I was, was kind of buffering because I knew you were muted. Yeah. I'm not. I didn't really hear what was said, but I'll just go off of. Yeah, just uh, say your piece and all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so them getting acquired, I think is great. I mean, we've talked about this at work several times, but mm-hmm. Activision as a company, for those who follow Warzone any of any kind of frequency, will know Warzone has had many problems. Um, Warzone dating is the back. Problem. Dating back to like month one, like slow emergence of hackers, um, really underwhelming events and content coming to Warzone. Like Warzone is luckily like such, excuse me, uh, such a fantastic game on its own base. Like they got so lucky that they've had all these decades of previous titles to steal from like the gunplay and gun improvements and you know what works and what doesn't work and like sliding and different types of mobility like they've had a lot of time to really refine their uh, game so warzone at a base level fantastic game but as other games started coming out with new stuff you know as apex the rise of apex uh started to happen various other like really good shooter titles coming out uh valorant stealing away some of the the shooter player base, very dedicated fans there, and just a bunch of other stuff without even accounting for the the bugs that were in Warzone. Like there was a, a bug where you literally just couldn't die to the storm. You would just keep using a thing that would heal you and just wouldn't die. So people would sit outside the storm, abuse this glitch. Uh, there's various versions of it too. It's not just healing. It's like uh, being invulnerable in general and stuff like that uh and people would win games off that and that's very frustrating for people who you know maybe only have a couple hours before bed for work or you know they have a family and stuff they can only fit a few games in here and there to have to deal with these bug abusers and no answers from activision in any kind of way um and this isn't even accounting for activision blizzard scandals like the whole blizzard scandal situation that was going on because they also got uh blizzard so that's not just Activision that they got um, in Blizzard in his own right. Tremendously huge potential in everything that they have. Overwatch, huge potential. Overwatch 2 uh, flopped execution, but still huge potential. Um, the future of Warcraft, e- easily uh, the most recognizable MMO ever is World of Warcraft and has so many things going for it and still has a lot of potential despite being out for so many, so many years. Um, they've, they've really nailed PVP and PVE content for the longest. Like uh, I've always been on the side of RuneScape 
not, not that I've hated Warcraft or anything, but like I've always just played RuneScape more. But in the few times that I have played like World of Warcraft throughout the years here and there, like I do notice like it, it, I see why it's such a solid game. It's got so much going for it. Um, you know, whether you want to talk about whatever there, I, I can go off on a tangent for a very long time about this, the whole deal. But as a whole, like I feel like it's great. I think Microsoft will give Activision and Blizzard the structure and um mentorship that they need to iron out and further reach their potential because they have taken tremendous leaps back over the last couple years there we go that was a that that was a lot (laughs) yeah i i have a lot i've I've spent many years invested in both of these companies like in some facet yeah uh i agree um i definitely believe that it's a good thing uh, you know, Xbox buying Activision, uh, Activision Blizzard. Uh, people were really like salty, you know, because the whole Bethesda buyout last year, and they're like, "Oh, they're, they're gonna be all exclusives," and da da da. They're the Disney of uh, games <laughs> for real, and it's just like it's it, it's not that bad. Like they have already said they want to be multi-platform. Like going forward, there probably be new IPs that are just exclusive to, X- to Xbox and PC. That's fine. But like everyone's making them out to like I like like you said this big bad of you know the gaming world and like I I want to add something like that's true. Xbox Game Pass is one of the best things to happen to gaming in a very long time. The amount of fantastic titles on there. What are you gonna say? I just was agreeing. So good, like a lot. It has the PC Game Pass where it has a whole slew of fantastic titles cross platform with your console buds. Like it's it's so good. Like it's it's honestly like I can't really think of something better that's happened to gamer the gaming in a long time since like the original Xbox releasing multiplayer online multiplayer or whatever. Like with multi obviously it's not the only multiplayer, but like how big it got with uh, Xbox Live, you know? Yeah. Like that's the and that brings thing us to uh, our sponsor segment of the no. yeah <laughs> Squarespace <laughs> use our, <laughs> our what is our creator code <laughs> whatever sure 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 but uh yeah I mean just like the amount of titles that are gonna be on Game Pass it's gonna be fucking ridiculous um true but I forgot what I was saying oh and if uh, future COD titles come to the Game Pass day one. Saves me a lot of money from buying a shit game, you know. It's just a monthly it's, subscription. It's a ten dollar monthly it. subscription. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I definitely believe Microsoft will give them the restructure that they need. There's already been reports about um, uh, I guess after the scandal, whole bunch of stuff that came out this year. I'm not really gonna get into it. That could be like an entire episode of its own, honestly. Um, that uh, Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox, um, said that they're looking into the relationship that they have with uh with activision blizzard and there's new there's new reports stating that after this deal is done which i'm sure uh the ftc uh will probably have their hands in um so it might take a little bit uh they're going to be forcing him to step down which is great because he hasn't done jack shit to help his company um but between that and then like people like just give just giving xbox a whole bunch of shit like it i don't i haven't really it. been seeing it but maybe as you see it you can send me screenshots because i i haven't, haven't really been i had it. a like maybe three or four articles that i read earlier um i can 
Yeah, okay, I'll read an excerpt that I, I copied into a notepad. Except for maybe improving the work environment at Activision Blizzard, there is not a single positive angle to the biggest company in the world simply buying itself in uh, in the gaming space. What? That, like, that, like, what is... Okay, <clears throat> let, let's talk about this briefly because this should be a whole point of its own on a future episode. But the quality... Oh my gosh, the absolute drop in quality, bar droppage buried 800 feet deep that AAAs have been doing, the quality of bar has dropped tremendously. It is insane. <laughs> like the quality of <laughs> Battlefield. I mean, what Halo Infinite was trying to initially release as, like yeah. several other games. Like I understand, global pandemic. I'm not trying to be any, I'm not trying to understate that as much as like any kind of way. I understand that it's really difficult um, and I might honestly, I could be wrong in my in my points here, and I might be might be ignorant. But I want to state how I don't think these games should be coming out as horribly as they have been, um, even regardless of a pandemic. Like, there's a lot of work that they can do remotely. Um, there's a lot of things, and not even going to blame the workers here. There's a lot of things the company could have done to maybe provide safer office space for these workers. Uh, you know, like, I don't know, just, just doing a whole bunch, a lot more things to, excuse me, ensure that their products don't drop as horribly as they have been. I'm, I'm kind of uh, brain farting on some other titles, but it's been a lot. Like, I think, oh, I think I even Far Cry, <laughs> I think even Far Cry 6 or whatever, kind of like Dude, was rough. That game released and then no one like, to be no fair, no one though, talks about it. Uh, people talk about the trailer, the I alligator think, thing. I think the reason why people didn't talk about that game is because there was like massive copyright issues with it like if you streamed it there was like the music that they had i think that might be the reason why like a lot of people didn't uh like upload their vods to youtube and stuff but like even like crunch time right like crunch time is like one of the biggest issues in the gaming company uh gaming space in in general and it's like horrendous and then like you know rockstar has a you know a very checkered past with this kind of stuff and then same thing with like uh cd project red like and then to release these games like in a broken state like how are you going to do that not only to your fans but to like these workers that you just made them work like 100 hours a week like uh cyberpunk was like one of the most hyped up games ever and that game released in the most one of the most broken states i've ever seen yeah like if it wasn't for Battlefield, it would be like probably the worst release game that I've seen. Like triple A title, obviously indie games. I'm gonna be honest. I think it's actually literally worse than Battlefield. But the way the the problems Battlefield had were just much more easy to like complain about. Like a lot of it was like optimization. People had like insane gaming rigs and they still couldn't run it. I know Cyberpunk had the same thing, but yeah. like Cyberpunk's bugs were in honestly hilarious. Like you would have cars like falling through the <laughs> ground just for no reason, and like. Uh, NPCs like walking upside no. down Class, and just like CD Project Red stuff. Yeah, just really, really weird <laughs> and just like immersion breaking bugs. I think Battlefield yeah. had other problems with it, but yeah, uh, just I was releasing that game in general was a problem. But I'm going to read some other titles here real quick. New World. That game had potential to be so insanely great. Horribly that dropped was the ball. The, the Amazon RPG MMO yeah. thing. Yeah. Jeff Bezos home. You let us down, dog. But like the problems with that game should be its own video too. Like there's very fantastically made YouTube videos covering the topics of what happened to that game. It had like, it has like a very intricate economy and there were bugs of like duplication bugs that just completely ruined the economy and they can't do anything about them. So their economy is like forever changed. And honestly, 
uh, from what you were telling me, what was it last night we were talking about it with the uh, the party hats and stuff? Like they could take a note from like RuneScape and Jagex and stuff, yeah, where it's true. like they there was also du- a horrible duplicating glitch that was ruining the in-game economy. <laughs> yeah, do you remember that, Tyler? A little bit. Obviously, uh, we weren't the playing back purple then. Purple party hats. Yeah, was it the pur- yeah, yeah? I think it was specifically yeah. just the purple, right? Yeah. Yes, and the purple party hats remained the cheapest of all the other party hats for like ever, like a long time. I think very recently they just passed, so it it, it affected the economy for easily fifteen years. Um, uh, I forgot what else I was going to say about it, but um, yeah, okay, we're milking that like... time. <laughs> uh, Far Cry Six was another one. Obviously, we mentioned that. Um, Dude, Ma- the Master Chief collection released in like a horrible state too. I, that, that's an older one, obviously, but that that's one that came. Oh to my god, mind. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> that was horrible. To be fair, I will play a little bit of Devil's Advocate because I'm a Halo stan. Don't hate me, but like, I kind of feel like what they were trying to do was also unheard of. Not that they should have released that game in the state that they did, but having. Four games in one collection with their a pro a cross progressive like unlock system and all have their own separate multiplayer that you know worked like there was a lot a lot of gears in that machine, but it still released like and like a like when did that release? Uh, I think two thousand fifteen. Wasn't that the game where you could like switch between the graphics? Yeah, in one and two yeah. you could do that. Yeah, that was like mind blowing to me. Like Dude, so I good. knew nothing about how so how good. hard how difficult that must have been to implement and like and how like incredible it was at the time, but it still blew my mind even then. Like just seeing like, oh I wonder what this looked like back then, you know? <laughs> like it's just yeah. every little thing. Like I was just like it it turned the game like to beat like the game runtime, like it doubled it easily. Cause I'm just like, Oh, I wonder what this guy looked like fucking twenty <laughs> years ago. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> Switch it back, switch it back. Yeah, switch it back, you're ugly. <laughs> it's like when you open your phone on like Snapchat and it's like on the reverse cam, you know? <laughs> it's on the front facing cam. Uh, yeah. Get it away from me. <laughs> Shit, man, I just got egoed by my own phone. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Ratio. But, uh, yeah, uh, especially now where it's like uh, the first time that they did it was in 2012 with the anniversary edition of DE. And then, like, on last gen consoles was like instantaneous before it it would have to like fade in and out like that shit's crazy truly that shit cray but uh yeah that was what she ordered (laughs) oh the multiplayer for that game i don't think worked correctly for like a year (laughs) like true like that's a long time for like one of the most key features in that game i mean i feel like halo halo infinite's client still doesn't work correctly (laughs) Be like I mean, five years for that thing. Mine's fine. I don't know. It it just feels really gross to use. I don't know. It is. It's very basic. I I think my biggest thing is I hate. I really don't like games that have full screen clients. And I know it's like almost probably like every game, but like yeah. League, I like being able to have like you a windowed version. I know you can window it. I know, but it just feels weird. Okay. It's literally the solution you're asking for. Let me die on this illogical <laughs> hill. Okay. Look, it's just I never Sheesh. actually thought to make it to try it windowed you're correct so i will try that oh, maybe so i, I kind of wanted to bring something up because uh you had mentioned the mentioned the other day and i'm just like on a lug 
uh, Ludwig binge, and it, I don't know why oh, the situation no. reminded me of it, but it was talking about YouTubers who got canceled and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he just uploaded that. Yeah, and it, he brought up this dude that I'd never seen before, but uh, I guess he did like prank videos or something. David and, Dobrik? No, uh, uh, I don't remember his name. But he's like bald and stuff, and it, I guess his his wife or girlfriend like kind of outed him for being a drunk and like not like supporting her and stuff, and. Oh, was that the one who she was having a baby or something? Yeah, and he, and he was like, "Man, I yeah, was gonna go drink with the boys." Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he wasn't bald. I don't think. I'm pretty sure he's bald. I don't think so. Anyway. He like he like didn't even address the situation and then released like a, he, a he meme video. A meme video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bruh. But uh, he was talking about how literally like the freest free thing that you can do in a relationship is take someone to the hospital. And he couldn't mm-hmm. even do that. <laughs> He's like, dude, taking someone to the hospital, especially your your significant other, is easier than asking them what they want for dinner. True. He's like, you can't ask them what hospital they want to go to. You go to the you nearest hospital. It's yeah, like, easy. You just show up. You don't you don't got to worry about the flowers. You don't have to worry about like you you just show up. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to worry about asking them to be your Valentine. <laughs> Fat. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I love Ludwig facts and, and, uh, love his podcast, the yard, you know, shout out here, you know, he'll, yeah. he'll return the favor. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I mean, dude, he's kind of, he's kind of greedy. He just like watch one of his YouTube streams, you know, little, little $10 donation. Promote it. Yeah. Promote it. He did it with Miskiff, man. True. True. All right. Uh, we're, we're running on a little over an hour. Which is fine, yeah. It's but good I, for I the think first we're episode. yeah we're gonna we'll wrap it up. Um, this is actually kind of tap it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> don't know nothing about that. Sorry, uh, you really don't. But uh, yeah, it's probably about the average length that I I kind of want to shoot for. Uh, an hour minimum, an hour and a half, like maximum, unless we're doing like some like research heavy episode you know activision or something. or maybe like a like a special like 50th episode or something yeah something like that Ooh. but uh yeah i think this was a pretty successful <clears throat> uh first go at this i if anybody... can't wait to edit it and run into a whole bunch of issues true uh anybody would like to leave any tips things like that open to all sorts of criticism uh also topics great help andrew out give him some topic ideas less work for him eh? uh yeah. donations uh his credit his bank deposit number is three nine zero i don't even know my routing number who does what do you mean what do you mean <laughs> You you could find it, yeah, but like who can like even your social? Like, I know people... my social by heart. All right, prove it. <laughs> <laughs> prove it. Oh, you know your social? Name all nine numbers. Is no. it? Isn't it more than nine? No, I'm pretty sure it's nine. Because no, it's... it's three, three, and four. So six. No, it's not. Yeah, it's three, two, and four. It's yeah, it's three, two, four. I'm an immigrant. I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys, that's that that's been pause for XP.